You're listening to the League of Ordinary Gentlemen podcast with your hosts, Brent and Angelo. All right, here we go with episode 30 of your favorite podcast and mine, Lifelines for Losers. And this is actually a special treat. Angelo is not with me today. I have no idea where he is. Uh, but in the studio, different studio this week, is Robbie Warm. Robbie, how are you doing? I'm pretty good, Brent. It's, uh, it's, uh, I've never been in the main broadcast center before. I've been on twice before yeah. from the uh, um, remote satellite location, but uh, this is uh, this is it's all new. It's a pretty special place, isn't it? This is where the, all the magic happens. You're getting to see behind the scenes stuff that you've never seen before. Yeah, like I said before, like you said before, you've been on a couple of times, which has been great. But to have you in the studios live is uh, is something really special. It's it's making my March break for me right now. Yeah. I'm actually starting to tear up, Robbie. Yeah, I'm I'm a little uh, worried about the morality of breaking into the high school to record this uh, on the March break. But Springfield uh, High is fine; it's still locked down. <laughs> don't you worry. Um, I guess the good thing is is that there isn't going to be any uh, announcement. And this is the, this is the first time in this podcast that we're actually enjoying cold bevies. By the way, yeah, where is mine? There, yours is. right there. Yeah, we're actually having having nice cold bevies. So instead of an announcements, folks, that you're going to hear, you're going to hear my children screaming from the basement. That's right. Uh, so there will not be any announcements on this podcast. Instead, there will be young children screaming uh, bloody murder from the depths of my basement. All right. So let's get into the show right now because time's limited. People want to know what's happening. Uh, let's talk about we're not going to do this week's winners and losers at all because that's that's Angelo and, and my Yeah, thing. we don't and want to take that away from him. I kind of feel like I'm cheating on him right I now. I, I kind of feel dirty in some way, Robbie. Yeah, you, you are. But uh, <laughs> I'm clean. you know what? I'm clean. Let him come back next week. And okay. He can, have his, he can have his glory moment when he does winners and losers for That's the right. last two weeks. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we're going to actually do just last night's winners. Because, again, we need to celebrate the fact that you're on the show. And let's go with uh, the third the third winner from last night is who? Uh, well, it looks like it's a tie, actually, with a point five of a point. That's Nick in a Box and Great Heisenberg. Um, both uh, in the top top five, top six? Top five. Both with over 100 points. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then we get to our next big winner is? Uh, that's uh, Doug Whiskey Dick Van Dyke with three points. That's pretty good. I, actually, does that put him into first? That puts him into first, and we'll get to that in a second. Yeah, and then uh, the, the, the biggest big, winner is, the big is winner. who? Is who? Well, it's obviously me. Yeah, because that's, right. that's why I'm here. <laughs> um, I had to wait basically until March the twelfth yes, to right. be able to come on the show and say I am the biggest winner. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, so six point five points. What what gave you that point? How, what what did you have last night? Uh, well, of course, it's uh, my best goalie. Of course, it's Mrazek. Like, uh, oh, he's top tier. Yeah, that guy's exactly. top shelf. Yeah, uh, he is definitely my best goalie. He has been for the last two months, and that is why I am celebrating that tonight. It, it's it's huge, and I'm looking also. You've you've done a nice name change here, Rudolph's Balsers. Yeah, it could be your success could be chalked up to the fact that you did a name change. Yeah, I took that from uh, from your advice yeah. last week on the show, and uh, I like even it. though even though I dropped him. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna stick with that for a little while. Yeah, it's great, and it looks like there's been a couple. There's been two other name changes. We won't kind of go into those. There's been two 
Uh, looks like Mike and Angelo kind of did a name change, which is great. Nice to see, you know, they're oh, changing yeah. up things. Angelo is uh, celebrating his heritage. Yeah, apparently, and, uh, he's celebrating his ancestry. You know what? He probably did an ancestry DNA um, uh, test on that, and and he's just embrace like he usually said embracing. Embracing some different cultures. Yeah. Well, yeah. He, he found some uh, skeletons in his closet, it looks like. And apparently Mike is just wishing for uh, the end of April to, to in the playoff season to happen, apparently, as well, with his name change. Yeah, and I think we'll, we'll get into that later when we talk about, uh, talk about what to do when you're out of it. Because, you know what? It's, it's hard. It's, now I know what it's like, because I feel like I am definitely out of it. And uh, I'm here, Brent, to find out from you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to get to that main topic in just a second. But just before, I like since we have you on, and since it is such a, an amazing treat to have you on, uh, some big shockers this season. Let's just talk about some of the big shockers that you've had this season. Big shockers. Yeah. Um, I guess it would have to be me not being in the top five. That's probably the biggest disappointment. For yeah, every, this is a for rare everybody. One. Yeah, for everybody, Brent. I'm sure yeah. everybody is like, "Why isn't he up there?" That's uh, that's what I count. I, I actually, you know, on Christmas Day, mm-hmm. I had a hundred and twenty five points, yeah. which would put me in first right now. Yeah, I was in second, three points behind Aiden. Yeah, um, and look how far I've fallen. And you know what? In the last what do you chalk that up five to? Five or six years, actually. I've always been in first or second on Christmas Day. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's just... It's a miracle. Yeah, it's a pretty epic collapse. This is probably tops them all. Yeah. But, what, uh, what do you chop it up to? Why? Why? Because... Well, I know you guys have been talking about me being over on games. Yeah, the, we, we've done our masterful calculations on that. And, and yeah, again, that you, you went out... You, part of your strategy was really... The beginning of the season, and, and you noted that as well one time on the show that you went really hard out yeah. on on games, that, and, and that's purposeful. Uh, I think that's part of it, but there's got to be something else happening there. Yeah, I think what it what it mainly is is that I did not have uh, skaters that were getting enough points at the beginning of the season. I did Goudreau, um, Dadnoff. Um, a lot of my players were point per game. Yeah. And it was keeping me at the top of the skater categories. I was leading and I think seven of the seven of the nine skater categories when we made our trade um, at the beginning of December. Yeah. Um, and I did that to try and like raise my goalie goalie stats, which I did to a certain extent, but my skater categories have just collapsed. Um, and before I made the deadline deal for uh, Gibson, yeah, and I traded, I traded Giroux, and I looked at him. That's right, and you got him for me. Is that the trade that I did? We do a trade for Giroux. Or? Yeah, I, yeah, you gave me Giroux and Hellebuck and Headman. Oh yeah, that's and right. And I traded. Oh yeah, I traded Patterson. You, that was a Patterson. Yeah, Patterson and uh, that McDavid fellow. Yeah, that's right. Somebody else. Somehow they're hack. Yeah. Um, oh, and Bufflin. Bufflin, yeah. That was the Bufflin deal. Yeah. Is he still injured? Oh, yeah. Still injured. That's worked out well for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I I was looking at my last 30 days, and my best player was Giroux, and he had 16 points in 13 games. Yeah. And I thought, okay, that's great. But the thing was is that that only put him about 20th in points in the previous 30 days. There are so many players at any given time that are playing well above a point per game. And uh, I just don't true. have any of them. That's now. true. Even even Goudreau, he he might get to a hundred points, 
but he's really tailed off and he's still probably my best player. I picked up Braden Shen and Zuccarello who were doing well, but they both got injured. Um, so it's really just it's really just collapsed for me. What, do you regret uh, DLN Skinner? I don't. I think that he's been off a little bit too, and I had to make a deal for a defenseman because um, I didn't get good defensemen in the draft. Did you trade Skinner for Gospier? Yeah. Okay. I don't think I would have done that deal. Gospier has been pretty good, actually. He hasn't. Okay. He hasn't been great, but he's been. But especially thinking, he needed to be better. True. Yeah, you're right. I just going into Goudreau here. He's he's uh, he's having a little bit of a still third rank PRK of three, right? Which is huge, but having a bit of a rough. Uh, Rough, there we go. Rough, uh, rough couple of games there. Yeah, he hasn't gotten any points in his last three, and he's been he's been off. Shots are wow, nine shots and against Vegas on the, tw- yeah. on the tenth, and and no, nothing. So, anywho, all right, that's that is how. Yeah. You're so what's seeing... the, I mean, I mean, obviously that's not that big a shock, but. For you, what's your biggest surprise? Um, I think if we go back to the standings, I think that's one of one of the the big things here with, uh, is is one the shocker of I, I think uh, Zoltok where he kind of landed off in Hennessy. I mean Hennessy was Hennessy was the champion. Let's just talk about Hennessy here for a second. Hennessy was the champion, uh, and he's having a bit of a rough season. Uh, I think another one is the, in terms of a bigger shock for me. Uh, would be you, I think, than Hennessy in terms of the situation because you're such a competitor. But just uh, I would say as well the the how tight it is. I think right now going into still the final stretch. So yes, we had last season we only had uh, half a point separating uh, winners first and second place. I think it's kind of repeating there. But I also still think here you see. Um, Third and fourth, kind of still in it here, especially third place. Still, Stephly still in the running. If, yeah, even if fifth, that. Nick in a box, and then I mean, with an outside chance, PMF and Uncle Martian at yeah. sixth and seventh, they've dropped off a bit in the last week. Um, if they kind of need to get back closer to a hundred in the next in the next week to really have a chance at third, I think that first and first and second are probably probably unlikely, but. Um, yeah, seven players with uh, chances still getting in the top three. That's that's pretty good at this point in the year. The, the other one too that that kind of kind of gets me a bit is more of a recent shocker would have been the fact that those teams didn't do a whole lot of dealing at the end of uh, by trade deadline. So they they came to they 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 kind of know that they're in the money a bit. They maybe have done their trades prior to it a little bit. I mean maybe back in December if we kind of look through through the order of things, but. There were some teams that are sitting on, or that are clearly out of it, that that are sitting on huge assets that could have been leveraged down the road. So I think, for in terms of the another shocker for the season, were were except you know the three way deal which was huge, but looking at looking at um, lack of trades in that sense um, by a trade deadline, that would be a bit of a shocker for me. Yeah, I think everybody everybody did what they needed to do. If you're in fifth, sixth, seventh place, you kind of have to hedge your bets. It's a keeper league, so you can't you can't give away everything to finish in fourth place. Um, well, you can. <laughs> I, I know I've done it a few times. True. Um, but I knew, I knew two or three weeks out that I was out of it, and I was able to make the deal for Gibson. Um, but, yeah, for, for PMF or Uncle Martian to put 
a lot out on the line and to risk their keepers, that would have been that would have been mm-hmm. pretty risky. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. And then we look at the tra- in terms of number of trades. We still, it's nice to see everybody's at least done one deal. Has everyone done a? Yeah, made everybody's a trade? done a trade. So yeah. PMF uh, has one there, but you know, with the most would be uh, Angelo sitting with nine trades. Then going down to Mike, Mike eight, with eight. Yeah. yeah, Mike's very active. Then me at seven, and you uh, can really you can really tell that all those movements have really paid off for him. Oh yeah, it's huge. I don't. I think he just he has he has zero patience. He's completely like if we look at how many acquisitions, he's like a new Rusty in a way, in a sense, right? Yes. No. 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 <laughs> no. Did I say did I say something wrong? No. He has fifty nine acquisitions, fifty eight drops. You know, it's it's pretty it's pretty amazing to see the number of add and drops he has. You know, I think he leads the league uh, for sure in that cat. Both of those cat. Oh no, he doesn't. Look at you. You've been coming on strong with sixty one. So yeah. Mike, you have to add and drop some more players if you want that add oh, and drop. Title. I'm actually I'm leading. Wow. Yeah, you're leading in the add and drop. Leading in something. Say something instead of number four. Yeah, and you've had four good trades. Yeah. That's interesting. Are you happy with going into to the final stretch here in terms of like setting yourself up for next season? Yeah, I mean you you I mean we'll get into that, but you you have to do something when you know that you're out of it. You have to you have to find uh find the what's the expression? The sweet spot. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? No, some, <laughs> something in the manure, I don't know. Oh yeah, uh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. All no, right. I, I'm pretty happy with uh, with picking up Gibson. He's a pretty cheap keeper, and I I'll I'll go with the with the goalies going into next year. I know you've gone with the no goalies. Yeah, I'm going with I'll, no goalie strategy. Uh, I'll give uh, Hellebuck and Gibson a try, and uh, of course uh, Razik. <laughs> oh, he's golden. That guy's golden. Yeah. Um, all right. So let me find my cursor here. We are uh, going to start in uh, our second part. Our main highlight of the show. What do we call this? Show? This the main highlight again? Lifelines for losers. Lifelines for losers. So yeah, we're gonna go start with lifelines for losers. This is the main topic du jour is, I guess, the uh, how do you operate in a pool as being a loser? So this is, this is new territory for you, lifelines for losers. So this is, this is, 
this is like like I said, number ten, number nine. These are comfortable spots for me. I I feel I feel at home. Yeah, I'm here uh, to learn from you, so you can hear like it, it's it's not a bad place to be because again, as you saw going into trade deadline, um, those so-called losers can really control things nicely. Yeah, and there's and a I mean, soft, there's as a nice you spot said, there. as you said, Brent, you're you're still in with a chance. Yeah, I, wow, I'm I'm you know this is this week, and I'm looking at it because I did drop. So I'm I'm saying you know number second is out second is out for me now I am gonna say that now yeah I, yeah but I, I, I guess the I guess the main point would be to stay positive it is is this positivity and, is, it, and 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 I'm gonna say I'm I am still I'm still good for third seconds out but I'm still I'm still good for third so I'm I'm pretty happy with that so anyways take it away what do you want to talk about this idea with lifelines for losers okay well I mean a lot of us are are out of it. I think probably half of us are are now in a position where we are non-factors for money in this pool this year. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that we don't matter. <laughs> so we're important the, people. You, you're, you're reminding you, me. I'm going to call you, you Stuart, Stuart Smalley you here. You can't have winners without losers. That's right. And, and you can't have this, losers without this, winners. This year's losers, like at oh. least half of the people in this room, are going to be next year's winners. So I think the first question that you need to ask yourself yeah. is if you're in that position is what are you drinking? And <laughs> at this point in the year, it's the the ground is still covered with ice and snow. Yeah. It's hard to get to the liquor store. It is. So you really have Treacherous to territory. you really have to make sure that you've stocked up because these are the dark days. There there is not a lot of hope at this point. The trade die deadline has passed. That's right. Which means that there are no more options for you to pick up those uh, high-end keepers. So I think that uh, if you've got any of that Bose left, Brent, which... Uh, the three-pack? <laughs> if you've got anything there... Yeah, that's gone. Um, no. If you've got any schnapps left over from Christmas baking that's that true. might be in the sherry, back of the... Good old Christmas sherry. Back of the cupboard. No, um, that's all gone too. I drank uh, that as well. If you're going to be drinking beer, you want something dark and oh. bitter. And some people might say Guinness, but that's too good for you. So <laughs> I think you want to go with something from maybe like a uh, a local microbrewery. <laughs> that tastes like garbage. <laughs> yeah. So like if there's a brewery in Kobaconk that has a, a, some kind of a dark ale... To miss, yeah, to miss Kaming, something like that. Um, yeah, yeah, so that that's really yeah. what you're looking so, at. You really want to make sure that you you know what what you've got in front of you. So you're drinking gonna... you're drinking something down to wash that has a sour taste to wash that sour taste out of your mouth. Yeah, that's it. Sure, yeah, that seems that seems logical. Yeah. All right. So uh, I think we've seen this strategy a lot. The the real thing is to uh, to go online and find yourself a vacation. Yeah. Uh, Angelo has obviously recognized that he's out of it this year, yeah. so he's gone away for the gone away for the holiday. He's, I don't like you said. I don't I know where he's gone. Gone, no he's clue. gone somewhere. He's gone somewhere. He's not he's here. No, he is not. And he's he's booked himself on yeah. on a vacation. He's cracked out the credit card. And yeah. So that's a, that's yeah. a strategy. Clean cleanse the palate. Go somewhere yeah. where people aren't talking about hockey. That's true. Um, or the get pool. yourself ready for next year because it's over. It's there, but there's still it is true. It, it is, and, but there's still fun to be had here, right? Because again, this is again very comfortable for me. So sometimes we'll talk about the trade deadline in a second. But it's, it's, sometimes it's it's nice to 
to to lob out a, a player, a mediocre player. Like I've got like a Grandland or something like that. You could just drop and drop them and, and, and watch the people who want to, you know, who are in the top five. Kind feeding of, frenzy. Feeding frenzy kind of thing. It's like a, a little blood in the water kind of thing, right? Yeah, you could do that. You don't want to pull, pull, dump your whole team. No, you don't want to pull a Rusty. But still, there's still some fun to be had here. Yeah. There's still a lot of fun to be had. Yeah. The good thing is, is that ESPN protects us from that happening with their undroppables list of Braden Shen, Shen. Cal Peterson. <laughs> the, 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 the key players. Jesper Kotkaniemi. <laughs> Those guys are awesome. Yeah. You want to... You. It's a good thing we have yeah. ESPN, ESPN here to protect us from that kind of... Uh, that kind of I'm, just ho- I'm just hopeful that we have the same quality list as when we migrate back over to uh, Yahoo next year. Yeah. I, I am... That's another thing. Hope for hope for next year with the with the switch. Well, I, I, yeah, and I'm thinking Kelsey has has cursed us. So moving away from Kelsey and, and over to Yahoo would be a good thing. All right, I'm going to throw out something yeah. here that my wife suggested to me, yeah. and uh, we're going to put it out there, and uh, we're going to put it away right away. Yeah. But she said, uh, "Spend time with your family or help your community." No, and uh, no, yeah. So we're just going that to would set, make me sadder because because then I'll be around other miserable people. Yeah, so we're just going to set that aside. No, we're not um, doing that. And then uh, what else have we got? Okay, well, let's look at the uh, let's look at the trade deadline. Yeah. Obviously, that's passed. But leading up to that, you have to you have to red paperclip your way to. Oh, Are you sorry. A call? Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Someone knows you're on air. You're a busy man. Mr. Yeah, Warm. it's uh, it's my wife. <laughs> um, yeah. So you you have to like you did. You made a lot yeah. of deals starting right from when you knew you were out of it in mid October, right up until now. Yeah. 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 Mid October. Thanks, Rob. <laughs> I thought you would have given me at least in November. No, I, I made a lot of deals simply because I wanted to start hoarding keepers. That's my strategy. And as 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 and, and when you're a loser like me, is is there's still control to be had, and 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 that control comes for the next season. It's starting to hoard those keepers. Make sure that you control can control the draft as much as you can, and go from there. So I look at my last number of deals. I've tried to leverage. Uh, some decent players and to get uh, top keepers. That has actually been, always been my strategy is to have at least one or two really, really um, top, top keepers. Um, yeah, whether, whether, they're, whether think... they're up and comers or not, I always gravitate. I, I guess I always gravitate to them. I don't know. And doing something different too. No goalies. That's a, that's a, that's a strategy that's different. You gotta sometimes do something different than other people are doing. Yeah, that's true. I don't know if you're being sarcastic with me or not. No, I'm, (laughs) I'm, 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 that's a, that's a strategy because goalies are so valuable in this league. I mean, they, there are, there are none available. None. Um, but at the draft, you can probably get some for 30 to 40, 30 to 40 bucks. I mean, I think Varlamov. Yeah. Was, well, you uh, look at you 30. Look, yeah, you look at in terms of that draft recap. But if you look at in the past too, is you know some teams, some of the competing teams have had one clear starter, um, and they've been able to to kind of run with that. They, and if you look at the to, player rater for goalies, there are almost half of them are ones that weren't even drafted. Um, okay, a couple more. Uh, here's a real one. Okay. Uh, looking for hidden gems that you might actually. Be able to turn into a keeper for next year. Uh, well, see, that's that's what I do. So yeah, so we've got uh, we've got someone picking up Kachuk uh, this week. Um, I don't know if he'll be a keeper or not, but uh, you can you can wait until closer to the beginning of the season to find out. There's some goalies out there. Someone picked up Crawford last week. I had to drop him because I had I had a goalie come off of IR, but 
Crawford's still under 100. You never know with Chicago. They That's could, true. They could uh, turn things around for next year, and uh, Crawford's the number one goal. He costs less than 100. Um, yeah, when you start, I like the idea of mining, and I've always had, that's always been a fun part of it, is mining like that next generation of player for that next generation. So whether they actually pan out to be those superstars or not, it's always, and you see that at the draft. Some people's strategies at the, at the draft too is to, to try to grab some of those for really super cheap at that time to see if they pan out or they will pan out the next year or so. And then some other managers, they're totally focused on the now. So I'm always the latter. Oh, well, Mrazek was actually drafted for a buck. Maybe Ooh. he will be a keeper. I keep joking about it, but you know what? Maybe he will be. Ooh. There's Dylan Larkin for three bucks, Jeff yep. Skinner for one. Those yeah, I drafted all, Skinner for a dollar. Those are all ten bucks. Then I dropped year. him. <laughs> yeah. How he did was, that turn out? Awesome. Yeah. It allowed me to allowed me to pick up, uh, you know, like uh, quality, quality players like Dunna or somebody that, you know, really matters. Yeah. Next point. Uh, micro goals. Yeah. So you may not be you may not be fighting for money, yep. but uh, you can still set yourself some uh, some goals. So you can have uh, some side bets where you're betting on who's the best line between Boston and Colorado. Well, that was a good bet. Or you can have a very important goal like mine, which is to beat Brent because I have never finished behind Brent in the pool, oh. and it's not going to happen this year either. So that's my micro goal like for this year. The micro goals. Yeah. So the confidence here is that. Yeah, well, you have a 30-point spread on me right now, so I think that's a fairly safe bet. Well, we I... should make a bet right now. That's a, like one that one that is like because I, I made a bet with Angelo once, and and, and I won three beers. Do you want to bet that you're gonna get ahead of me by the end of the year? No, I'm not <laughs> doing that bet. All right, well, I have um, to think about something else. Let's do. How about here's one that I will end up with more assists than you. Those are that's a close category. What's the uh, what's the number there? Uh, let's not go down. Let's uh, take a look at that. You're mining too deep. Too deep. Yeah. Uh, that category. Four hundred to. Four hundred to four hundred and three. I'm going to end up with more assists than you. I'm leading by three assists right now. Okay. What's the bet? I don't know. Three pack of bows. <laughs> okay, that's three it. pack of bows. There we go. Fantastic. Got a bet going. All micro, right. micro goal. Micro goal. Micro goal. Micro goal slash side bet. That's right. Okay, and last one. It's really the most important, and if you haven't got one now, you really, you really need to focus on this. It's important to have a nemesis. It is. Yeah. So it's you really. A, I have never had one in this pool. Yeah, you really need to have a nemesis in order yeah. to like carry you to yes. the top. Yeah. So, so I mean, who's your nemesis? Well, I think or it's do you have pretty one? obvious who my apparently nemesis. it's me. Uh, no, no, Brent, no, Brent. Oh, I I I I I care about you too much. Mm. Thank you, Robbie. You're welcome. That means a lot. Yeah. No, it's uh, obviously I think that everyone knows that uh, my nemesis in this pool is Zoltok. Yes. Yeah. I think everybody's aware of that one. Yeah. So you guys are like last, oil and water. For the last two years, yeah. we have been fighting over the same players at the draft. Yep. And uh, there is just uh, there is there is just no way to get over that. That's right. Yeah. It's uh, for the last two years, it's been uh, Mike Smith. Uh, yep. The uh, uh, great players like uh, Raquel and Barkov. Oh, those guys. Are yeah. Huge. Yeah. 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 That's it. 
Yeah, Sometimes so it's, it's good him, to have I mean, two. Yeah, so I mean, you could also say that uh, Nick, yep. Nick could be my nemesis. Yeah, Nick uh, could. when he when he drafted uh, Eklund Larson and Falk. Wow, uh, that was. But the thing is, is that I have to recognize that he kind of did me a favor there. So yeah, uh, he didn't recognize your love affair with those players. Yeah, for so, the past eight years. I mean, those are mine, and yep. uh, other people may have uh, different ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. different, different yeah. ones. And and if I'm gonna make a suggestion for someone. I think it would probably have to be Hempstead. Now, hear me out on this one. I know that he hasn't been around for a while, but Couple I think years. there's still enough residual, residual feelings of uh, of he, uh, he, anger. That, he get, he that gets it, mentioned almost in every podcast. Yeah. So yeah, there's still he, he lingers like yeah. a bad cheese. Yeah. I think the other thing that I forgot to mention yeah. with Nick though is that he's really kind of an usurper because. Uh, Richard, who like everyone loved, and he had such a great team. Nick took over that I team. I know, I know. Uh, and uh, he really didn't earn. He really didn't earn that. Uh, almost taking away third place from me this year. And he, <clears throat> he's just kind of half changed Richard's name there. Yeah. And and that, and that so it's just kind of memories of Richard. Yeah. He should actually he should actually rename his team Memories of Richard. Yeah. And maybe it'll maybe it'll happen. Oh, you, I, you suggested I so. that last weekend. Yeah. Uh, and I went ahead and did that. Yeah. yeah I think they, I think that uh, I think that if there's anyone to really have hard feelings about, it's probably it's probably Nick. Yeah. 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 I don't really like the guy at all. Yep. Okay. Yep. Is that it? Yeah, I think so. I all can't right. think of anybody else that. Uh, <laughs> That is like a... we got micro goals. We did that, so we got our side bet going on. For me, it is always going into the biggest thing is when you're in the bottom is seeing how you can control and make those top team dance by even sending out a small little text. Hey, are you interested in Marner? And just see the fun that happens out of that. Yeah. Right. Because it is fun. Yeah. And then and then but now that there's trade deadline, uh, do I find my I find myself checking the pool? I mean, probably only four times a day now. Yeah, really. Yeah. yeah, so I'm down that many times. So I'm only checking it in around four times a day. Yeah. Um, so it, part of it is, is because... I still fall asleep with the phone in my hand and with it uh, in my hand when I wake up in the morning. So yeah. those are my two primary times That's between true. like the hour or so after I wake up and the hour or so before I fall asleep. I usually I usually just check the pool like four times a day just for the bottom graphics by the sponsored headlines, but they're not good today. Yeah, I usually... I usually Check in about four times to try and get the website to work before it, before it works on the fifth try. Oh, there we go. Yeah. That's it. So you don't do it for the sponsored headlines. Well, that's it, folks. That's episode 30, Lifelines for Losers. Robbie, it has been an absolute pleasure for you to spend part of your March break with me uh, talking hockey. Thanks, Brent. It was, uh, it was a pleasure to be here. I appreciate the uh, invitation. And uh, Angela, we're uh, all looking forward to you coming back. Uh, yeah, next week. What do you think we should do next week? This is the, my question every week. Like, what are we doing next week? What is going to be our... What would you like Angelo and, and, and I to wrestle with next week? Episode 31. Uh, well, you guys could talk about... Um, I know that we, we talked about best free agent pickups <clears throat> yep. at the beginning of the year. You guys could revisit that. Um, That'd be a good one. Uh, there's a ton of goalies, eh? Like I said, almost Tons. half of the goalies are ones that weren't even drafted. Yeah. Biddington. Yeah. Uh, that guy's crazy. Halak. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think we should bring back the lifestyle section of, of the podcast? 
uh, I think that that kind of will just naturally happen okay. when, it, when, right. when you have something like outside of your life. I think that the recommendations on what to drink is today's lifestyle. That's true. That is. Section. Yeah, Bobby, Bobby really didn't like the lifestyle section. So hopefully he enjoyed this part of it today. So anywho, that right. is it. That's episode 30, Lifelines for Losers. Tune in next week where we will talk about something completely awesome. Haven't hammered it out yet, but we'll get there. All right, folks. All right. Thanks, Brett. Have a good week, everybody. Yeah,